Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime, cult, conspiracy, encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And welcome back to another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're finally in March. Oh my God, it's so weird. I know, it's flying by. It is. It goes so fast. Wow. But I'm ready for spring, so. Yeah, same. I think, am I on spring break right now? I think I'm on spring break right now. Yeah, probably. Your first full week of March. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm on spring break. Woo. Spring break. Which means. Spring break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you get a better paycheck than I do, so. She just rolled her eyes at me. It's true. You do. Well, yeah, but I would also love more days off, but. You get your birthday off. I don't want to hear you complain. That's one day. <laughs> I had to work on my birthday. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, guys. He's knocking my iPad all over and wants pets. So, yeah. Um, yay, spring break for me. Sorry, no spring break for you. But to be fair, it is state hockey weekend. Yes, it is. State hockey weekend. I have Thursday off. Oh, oh, look at that, <laughs> listeners. A little bitching about not having work off, and she's taking Thursday. Yeah, because our family is a big boys' state hockey attorney family. We've had season tickets since like 90. We were born. <laughs> since like, yeah, like the early 90s. Yeah, we've been going since literally birth. So I can't remember a year where, even when we were kids, we would like stay at a hotel. And yeah. One time, uh, Emily was probably four or five and we were down there and we have this system called the skyways and we were trying to get back to our hotel and you you can walk through these skyways so you don't have to go outside and my dad's like no 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 we're going the wrong way we're going the wrong way and emily's like no we're not and emily got us all the way back to the hotel and dad was wrong and i just love that you carry a little map in your brain very good at directions i'm terrible um yeah so we we go every year and we watch some good high school hockey it's, it's a lot of fun really fun so good luck to all the teams yeah who uh who are you do you know anybody yet no. i don't either i don't think they've i don't think they have think this week yeah i th- i know white bear's still in it that they're seated pretty high that would be fun for for the area because a lot of the people in your area go to yeah i'm on white bear area but yeah. um but we hate white bear. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. We kind of have to. Them and Stillwater. Kind of have to hate them. They were our school rivals. We hate a lot of teams. <laughs> we talked about the Packers and I was talking about the other two. It's fine. I usually always root for an up north team. I don't know why. But. Yeah. I we'll guess see. We'll see who makes it in. It's um, going to be great. Yeah. I told the story last week. Yes. And. Danielle's telling the story this week. Yes, I am. Um, my story is in Missouri this week. And um, I just want to do a little shout out. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley sends me so many ideas. Oh, that's nice. Um, sometimes the problem is, though, that sometimes they're really, really short. So eventually I'm just going to compile all of my Ashley stories and do an Ashley episode. I'm going to just call it. The thank you Ashley episode and her mom listens. Hi Cindy, you're the Did best. Did you kind of do that with the eye? Like yeah, the, a couple of those were from her. Yeah. yeah, 
but I, I have more because she's great. She sends me all the stuff. Sweet. So, um, all right. Uh, you actually might have heard of my story or heard about my story a little bit because it's been in the news recently. So I'm going to be telling you the story of Lamar Johnson. Nope. Okay. So on October 31st, 1994, Marcus Boyd was shot and killed on the front porch of his home. Um, he was killed by two men wearing ski masks and they shot Marcus multiple times before fleeing. Now, one of my sources said it happened in the middle of the day and one said it happened in the middle of the night, but the middle of the day made more sense in context when I was reading all the articles. Okay. So we're going to go with the middle of the day. If I'm wrong, I apologize. It was the middle of something. That's scary. Um, there was a witness to the murder named George Elking. Uh, when I say witness to the murder, I mean he was literally standing right next to Marcus on the front porch and was not shot. Okay. So Greg told police that he was not sure who killed Marcus because of the ski masks that the men were wearing, but he um, had been to Marcus's house to buy drugs and police were aware that that was why he was there. They, there was no doubt that this was a drug house where drugs are being bought and sold. So, um, let's see. Sorry, serious. You got to move your head, pal. Um, okay. Police put pressure on Greg to identify Lamar as one of the shooters, including telling him that they knew Lamar was one of the killers and that Greg, all Greg had to do was identify him. But there was no proof that Lamar was even at the crime scene. On the contrary, there was evidence that he was miles away with his girlfriend. Hmm. Despite this, Lamar was convicted to the murder of Marcus Boyd based off of Greg's testimony that he saw and could identify Lamar as one of the killers. Wait, okay, but he had a ski mask on? Yes. Did they say, like, why he, even with a ski mask on, could identify him? No. Okay. (sighs) To be fair, I've never seen anyone in a ski mask at committing a crime, but I would assume even if I knew the person, I would probably not be able to identify them. Unless you maybe could recognize their voice. Or their eyes, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Should we get ski masks and just try them on and see if we can (laughs) recognize each other? Well, that wouldn't be fair because we would be biased. We would know who... What so, if I just pop up, though, at a, like, a random time? <laughs> then you're going to get punched in the face. Probably, you're right. That's, That's probably not a smart idea. No. I take it back. I take it back. I'm pretty sure my reflexes are fight and then run away. So, <laughs> unless you want a black eye for another two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> another black eye. Yep. Uh, okay. So, Lamar was sentenced to life in prison um, for the crime. At least he was until he was released on February 14th, 2023, after 27 years in prison for a murder he did not commit. So he just was released. Yeah, he was. Well, so at the. Greg feels like shit. (laughs) Hold on. We'll get there. Okay. (laughs) So at the hearing to get Lamar's murder conviction overturned, Greg told the 22nd Judicial Court that he felt pressure in 1994 from police to lie and say that he had seen Lamar at the scene of the shooting. 
Greg told the court that police told him that he knew who the killers were and to stop being scared and just tell them like what he knew. Like they're like, you know, you know, um, he also said that police were aggressive and bullied him into identifying Lamar. So remember the police did know that he was there to buy drugs and by drugs, I mean cocaine. The, they knew who was there though. Um, Greg, they knew Greg was there to buy cocaine. Here's my question. Yes. I should have asked this maybe earlier. I might have an answer for you. I might not. Okay. Whose house were they at? Marcus's house. Marcus's house. Yes. Greg was there to buy drugs. Correct. While he was there to buy drugs, these two guys show up. Yes. So there's... Shoot him. So there's four people. Because in my mind, Greg also lived at the house. You know what I'm saying? They are all... Lived. Oh, lived. No, no, no. He was just there to buy drugs. That Now I'm clarified. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Okay. Well, if I would have listened better, I probably would have been able to... So, uh, all right. Uh, police, sorry, police were aggressive. They bullied him into identifying Lamar. Greg had only seen the eyes of the suspect due to the mask and only for a few seconds. It took him four times looking at the same lineup to pick out Lamar. Um, Greg, (laughs) Greg also told the St. Louis or told the court that the St. Louis police detective that was working the case, a man named Joe Nickerson, told greg which person lamar was in the lineup so that greg could identify the right guy okay i take it back i don't greg i'm sorry um i feel bad for greg now. i do too i felt really bad because like not only is he already dealing with an addiction to drugs he witnessed a murder he witnessed a murder and now he is being like harassed by the police and i'm sure it was there was some, oh, we won't prosecute you for the right. drugs if you just tell right. us what we want to know. Otherwise, you're gonna we're going to get you for that forever. And, oh, maybe you did kill him, yeah. you know. Maybe like, you ran on it. Maybe Yeah, blah, maybe. Blah, blah. Yeah, right. Um, naturally, Detective Nickerson denied the claims of bullying and aggression. And, again, I'm, I'm not saying that I 100% believe one side or the other. But we do know that police are allowed to lie right. during interviews and during discussions with, with suspects and, and witnesses. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they literally say that in documentaries like, Oh yeah, we were allowed to lie to them. And I, you know, sometimes it's, it works out in right. their favor and it's good. Right. And other times we have situations like this. Exactly. And so it, it's a very double edged sword in my opinion, on one hand, do I think it's okay to like to these kids that are, you know, 17, 18 years old that, that really didn't have anything to do with it to be lied to and lied to and lied to and manipulated. No. But on the other hand, does it sometimes work and does it actually get convictions? Yeah. Especially. It does. Yeah. Like if they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, You've definitely seen it where they, it's worked and they've gotten the right person and you know for a fact they've gotten the right person and they yeah. just needed that one little, Extra. like, where's the body? You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Or where whatever. Yeah. Um, where's the knife? Where's the gun? Where's the X, Y, Z? Right. But you're right in like cases like this. It's like, mm. Mm. Well, and also, like, 
it doesn't take a lot to be intimidated by the police, right? For sure. I get pulled over and I... I'm shitting my pants. Yeah. And I know I haven't done anything, but I'm like, well, I'm going to jail. <laughs> you know? Like, I got pulled over a couple months ago for speeding. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to prison. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that... I don't ever think that. But it, I don't know. It just makes... Yeah, but it's it's intimidating because they are a person of authority and and especially our generation like where we live was taught you respect the police respect the police which again not necessarily a bad thing because they aren't all bad i have a hard time with the all situation but it this just kind of makes you leery right continue on emily doesn't want to get political i do not want to get political no <laughs> sorry this isn't sorry <laughs> i mean i think we can all agree that there's bad apples in every bunch yes so. that's what i mean more than anything so i digress um greg said that he's felt guilty since the first trial and but he said that he trusted the police and that he was doing the right thing at the time Greg also said that he was broke at the time, addicted to cocaine, and he was paid $250 for co- cooperating with prosecution, which is something I didn't know they could do. Can they do? Uh, I mean, apparently, because they did. I feel like that's not right either. It, does, it feels very unethical, right? Yeah. But then again, if you think about like jailhouse snitches, they're promised something a lot of the time too. Like, oh, we'll give you... Less you know, time. 10 years off your sentence of right. 40 years if you X, Y, Z. So. Yeah, I don't like that either. No, I, I yeah, I don't love it. That's okay. It doesn't, it, yeah, it seems really unethical, right? Uh-huh. So after testifying in 1994, Greg continued to struggle with addiction and his mental health, obviously, because he watched someone get murdered right in front of oh, him. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and then he was bullied essentially and yeah into telling a lie yeah and so like that's got to weigh heavily on you and oh yeah so um and then he also has served had served uh 10 years in prison for bank robbery so now he's come back and he's like it sounds like he's doing really well and like is staying clean and just trying to be a better person which i'm like really happy for him about my question is though like how how could a jury like did Lamar just have a really shitty lawyer? I don't know. Like how could a jury convict this person? Maybe it was when he had an alibi. Maybe it wasn't a jury, maybe it was a bench trial. Maybe, but I didn't I, I had a really hard time finding anything on the original trial because of all the new stuff. Right. So it was like pages Get and pages buried, and pages right. of the new stuff. Yeah. So um I did my best kind of piecing all that together. That just seems I don't know. I get. I would just assume maybe he didn't have the best representation. I'm sure he probably couldn't afford right a good lawyer. So not saying public defenders aren't great. Right, they're doing God's work, but you know sometimes, sometimes you just, they just don't. They have so much on their plate. Yeah, they can't give everything they might need to one case. So. Exactly. I that I can't imagine being a public defender. God, I, it I would be being a lawyer. It would be so stressful. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like to be a lawyer, you just have to have a different brain. Yeah. Right? Because, like, how things are written sometimes. I was trying to figure some stuff out for this one, and I was like, what the 
fuck am I reading? Is this in Spanish? Sometimes I think Wasn't about it. being a lawyer, though, and I'm like, what kind of law would I practice? What kind of law would you practice? I think I'd be a divorce lawyer. Really? Just because of the drama? Yeah, and I feel like it's the <laughs> safest, <laughs> safest option. <laughs> Hilarious. or like corporate I see and I would I think I would do corporate but then I would be afraid that like what if something was going on and I missed it is there like a sports lawyer I'd be a sports lawyer that would be dope <laughs> I, I that would probably fall under corporate yeah because you would think like for contracts and stuff they would have a yeah lawyer that would look over that stuff but that would be cool okay sidetrack <laughs> I do think about that quite often though I don't I know love, why I love that <laughs> Emily's just laying in bed, her her eye mask on, serious snoring next to her, and she's like, if I was a lawyer. What lawyer would I be? I would be doing. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So now we're going to enter James Howard. James Howard has been accused of being the second gunman since 2019. When he testified in this um, this court hearing this last year, December of last year, um, he confessed to the murder saying that him and it was a man named Philip Campbell that killed Marcus. When the state prosecutors questioned him about why it took him 28 years to confess, James told the court that he never thought Lamar would get convicted because he had nothing to do with the murder. Lamar's defense team did say that James had sent Lamar a letter in 1995 saying that he and Philip had killed Marcus. What the hell? So here's the problem. The article that I read used the word indicating... And not confessing. So I, I don't know what the letter actually said. Like if it was like alluding to the fact that he knew that Lamar was not involved. But would or, that give enough reasonable doubt? Or like where they could. Well, the trial happened in early 1995 because the murder happened in 1994. So it could have come in in December and it was too late. You know, like we just don't know. So, again, really hard to find some information on this one. Um, Philip Campbell was convicted of Marcus's murder as the second person, but he's since died, so he could not testify, obviously, because you'd need, like, a Ouija board or, like, a medium. Right. <laughs> a seance. Uh, James was questioned by prosecutors about why he was coming forward now. He told them that he's sentenced to 345 years in prison for another murder and oh. that he would not be getting anything for confessing to the murder of Marcus. Like he's not, like we were saying earlier, he's not, not going to get any time off of his sentence. He's right. not going to get. He's going to die in prison. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's there forever. Yeah. Um, And then his ghost will remain until his 300 and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. 45 years are up. He told the court that he and James did not originally plan on killing Marcus. They had planned on robbing him because he had disrespected James's then partner, Sarone, who goes by Puffy. Puffy. Which is kind of adorable, honestly. Sarone's kind of a cool name. I know. Um, Puffy knew Marcus because they worked together as drug dealers. Unfortunately, Marcus put up a fight and the two men fired shots at him on his front porch. They did not shoot Greg, who was standing behind or standing right there. Uh, and was a clear witness because they were wearing ski masks and believed correctly that they would be unrecognizable. Yep. When he was questioned about inconsistencies in his 
other statements, James said that he knew for a fact that he shot Marcus and that he was absolutely positive about it. He just didn't remember the smaller details, which would be why his statements from 2002, 2005, and 2009 were not 100% accurate, which is like honestly fair because if you think about last weekend, do you remember what kind of bagel you had? Yeah. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> I don't. Asiago. <laughs> I do not remember what kind of bagel I had. I don't remember, like, I, I don't remember which order the songs were played in. You know, oh, yeah. like, oh, things no. like that. I don't remember those. I don't even remember what we walked down the aisle to. There was music playing? What yeah. We <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See? So, like, to be fair, like small details you don't remember, right? But the big things, how beautiful everything was, how much fun we had, like Allie and John leaving with an entire pizza box, adorable, loved it. Like those things you remember. And so I can't even imagine in 27 years, someone saying, Danielle, what song was playing when you walked down the aisle at your sister's wedding? And I'd be like, mm and I could t- probably tell you what song she walked. Oh on yeah, to. I know exactly what song she walked on to because I loved it. And I know I could tell you about the whole ceremony. Yeah, and how Finley was chomping on his little bone in the corner. Yeah, God bless that dog. He was my comic relief, so I didn't cry. <laughs> um, but so that that's fair to me that his statements would not be one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, right. But again, this comes back to like, why was why did it take so long to get him out of jail? You would think with all of this information you could at least like like there's enough reasonable doubt now that you could probably get another trial because of the laws we're gonna get into it a tiny bit this is that was where it got kind of confusing um so assistant a district assistant attorney general miranda loesch asked james quote you would have signed anything put in front of you correct end quote, about his inconsistent statements. And James replied, quote, yeah, if it were to help Lamar out, because I know he didn't commit this crime, end quote. So the whole wrongful conviction process has taken 15 years, three law firms, and a new law to be passed in the state of Missouri by this Missouri state legislator and a team from the Midwest Innocence Project, which is a nonprofit that I will be looking more into because that sounds dope. Um, they advocate for wrongly convicted people. So over 30 elected prosecutors around the country signed legal papers in 2019 in support of Lamar getting a new trial. It went to the Missouri Supreme Court and they denied the request. So from what I understand, in the Missouri state laws, until... I think August of 2022 there was no recourse for anybody trying to get out of prison because they were innocent or for wrongful conviction. So basically I'm going to get into it a little bit before I like ramble on about it. So um, it sounds like there's some legal reasons that the appeal couldn't be done, which is why there had to be a new law passed. The law seemed to be frustrating more than just the district attorney. The appeal court judges that sent the case to the Missouri Supreme Court seemed to, it like wrote a letter and it seemed to, quote, suggest they were deeply troubled about where they were forced to come out on this. 
and that they did not have a solution within their control, end quote. In the 30-plus um, defense attorney's letter, or district attorney letters that were written, um, they wrote, quote, elected prosecutors should not be expected to await or rely on the actions of other of others to correct legal wrongs. Indeed, they are ethically required to proactively address these concerns, end quote. Um, so this new law, it's because, okay, so the new law had to be done because there was no way for a prosecutor in the state of Missouri and other states, as from what I understand, to be like, we made a mistake. Um, they couldn't just get a new trial to decide between wrongful conviction or straight innocence. Like there had to be evidence of jury tampering or witness tampering or this or that or that, you know, like there had to be more than them just being like, we fucked up. And so this has been something that's been going on since I want to say 2019, somewhere in, in that area. So ever since this, um, assistant district attorney Loesch has been in office. She has been like trying to get the ball rolling on a lot of these cases because of course there's going to, there's going to be some. Yeah. Our justice system is not perfect. We all, all right. know that. Oh yeah. So we're not going to sit and argue that it is cause it's not. Um, and so there was even a quote from this, uh, former Mer Missouri Supreme court judge that recalled a 2000 in 2003, asking then district general attorney about a death penalty case, which is not related to this one quote. Are you suggesting even if we find Mr. Armin is actually innocent, he should be executed End quote. And the assistant attorney general responded quote, that is correct. Your honor. What? End quote. Like what the fuck? <laughs> because like there was literally nothing they could do. Because of how their laws were written. Well, it's just, I um, can't believe it took them that long to, I mean, I'm glad they did, but like what? Right. And it, is this how, in how many other states is this? I don't in? know, but like it's enough where there's 30 plus other district attorneys. God, that makes you uncomfy, doesn't it? Yes. It's like, it, for one, it makes me very glad that we are not in a death penalty state oh, yeah. because like. Is Missouri still a death penalty? I state? think so. Okay. I think it is. Um, and, and we're not going to get onto that, but like, I just can't even imagine the helplessness that you would feel being this um, DA Loesch and knowing this man is innocent. Like, he did not have shit to do with this, but I can't get him out of prison because of how these laws are written. Yeah. And my hands are tied. Crazy. And, like, the um, attorney general for Missouri was like, no, he shouldn't get out. He sounded like a dick because, like, and I don't know if he is, but just in the article that I read, he was just kind of like, no, we have no recourse, so it's just, it just sucks. Too bad. And it just, Instead he like seemed. trying to fix the problem. Yeah, he just like seemed really flippant about it. And it was like, fuck you, man. If that was your son or your brother yeah. or your friend. Yeah. And they were wrongfully convicted and spent your entire life literally behind bars yeah you'd be okay with that like fuck you so if that was the case and that that was definitely how it read they need to get him out of that position because fuck that guy so whoever that is guys vote him out next time you can 
Um, so after this new law was signed in August of 2021, excuse me, not 2022, um, Lamar's case was resubmitted and thankfully came out in his favor. Um, it makes you wonder though, how many more of there are these or how many more of these are there? Wrongfully convicted. Yeah. And like people that are literally sitting on death row that, that had nothing to do with it. Or that have been in there for 30 years and had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully uh, we're going to see more cases like this come out of Missouri and more justice happen. Um, and that this will help change laws in other states too. So here's a question. And I, you probably don't know the answer. but Because um, you know how if you're wrongfully convicted you can sue and get money? Yeah, he doesn't get jack shit. Yeah, I didn't think. Okay, so mm-hmm. you do know. Yeah. Because I was going to say, if they just change this law, I highly doubt he's going to yeah. be able to get any, like, compensation. compensation yeah, no, it. he doesn't. Okay. Um, And honestly, he seems, like, pretty okay with it. Like, he did say he, when he was interviewed, because uh, this happened last Wednesday. He got out last Wednesday. So. Tuesday. The tw- tu- no, he got out on Wednesday. 14th, you said. Yeah, but he, like. Oh. the The trial was on tuesday but then they like interviewed him so maybe he was out on tuesday night and then they interviewed him on wednesday the interviews happened on wednesday okay um but he was like yeah you know i'm just gonna enjoy everything and he did mention like it should i should be able to get recourse and like a recompensation and like or not recompensation oh my god i'm like what is happening he like people should be able to get compensated for the time they spent in prison. He is not. He doesn't seem super pissed that he's not. I think right now he's just more relieved he's to be out. out than anything. Yeah. Um. When Lamar talked to the press, he said, "quote quote You name it, I want to give it a go." End quote about his new freedom. Um. In April, he'll get to walk his youngest daughter down the aisle at her wedding, and he also said, "quote I was elated when he read the words." I feel very blessed and I am very blessed. I can't quote. believe he gets to walk his daughter down the aisle. I know. And she she was talking with reporters too. And she was like, yeah, he, he just wants to do everything. She's like, he wants to go skydiving. Like they've come up with a bucket list. She's like, he wants to go skydiving. And that's not really something I've ever wanted to do. But if he wants to do it, we're going to do it. Good so, yeah. I mean, it, a happy ending, but. Yeah. You know, unfortunate that it turned out the way it did really really sad and like just how can you fuck up so bad and feel okay with yourself yeah that's and as far as i'm aware that detective is still a, a active detective we just hope he got better with age god you i mean that's all you can do right yeah <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'll do my searches really quick. Oops. Good for you, Lamar. You go live your life. I know. I hope everything goes really well for him. He's like learning how to use new technology. Can you imagine? No. Oh my God. I cannot. When he went into prison, people didn't even have cell phones. And now we have a whole ass computer in our fucking pocket. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so my sources are stlouistoday.com, New York Times, another article from stlouistoday.com, and then another article from New York Times. And then um, one from the missouriindependent.com. Cool. 
Um, our socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram, MW Madness Podcast on Gmail, and the Midwest po- Madness Podcast group on Facebook. Yes. If you have to request to join, you are at the right place. Yes. And apparently Emily is seeing them really fast and I am not. Yeah. So uh, we will get you added. It, it's usually less than a day. Oh, yeah. I go on Facebook. Probably more than you should. More often than I should. Yeah. Me too. For me, though, I use it as a resource to ask questions about things. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in not a like shit ton of groups. on there, but like, yeah, it's just entertainment. Yep. Um, cool. Well, that next clicking time, noise is my wrist. <laughs> I hope, I'm trying to think. Do you want me to look? No, no, no. We're good. I got it. Okay. We <laughs> will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Yes. Have a great week. Bye.